Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Okay, I want to apologize ahead of time. We've both got colds, but we're going to hack our way through it anyway. Non-coof colds. Yeah. yeah Those still uh, exist. I bet you don't believe it, but they still exist. There's no Unicron up in here. We're not going to die. But anyway, excuse the sneezing and coughing and general gross hacking. Try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah. At any rate, so we just finished watching Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star back-to-back, head-to-head. So we're going to do a comparison because that was like hotly debated back in the 90s. They both came out in Japan like exactly the same time almost. But I think Cowboy Bebop came over here first. I don't remember because one was on like Toonami and then one was on... Anyway, there was a lot of pissing and moaning that Outlaw Star ripped off Cowboy Bebop, but they literally were made at the exact same time. And they're different. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Exactly. So we're going to go into it because I have a pet peeve. Anyway, um... I think we've like think like the decay of Western media has basically hit as close to rock bottom as I care to get. And I think that's like a real it's an important tipping point in the long, slow march back to not shit. So we're gonna talk about that. Um I was forced to rewatch Gundam Wing Endless Waltz and it sucked less than I remember. So we're gonna review that. But before we do any of that the news someone doesn't like uh pretty boy gundam pilots <laughs> pretty boy space terrorists <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty boy space terrorists anyway we'll get into that all right the news getting to the news so first bit of news is more uh sony related news this is good news i'd say um if you're a a sony fan or you got a guy PS- who likes the sony ps4 ps5 whatever instead of a the new x brick um they're going to do a, a Game Pass-like service. I don't know if it'll be anywhere near as good, but it's going to be coming out next year. It's already a little more complicated. It's got tiers. I don't know that that's a good idea. That tends to confuse and enrage people. Nobody likes tiers. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not seeing what it's going to cost or you know anything like that. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if they'll be as bold as Microsoft or like, you know, something like Halo Infinite, which literally came out today. You know, if you have Game Pass, you could download it and play it immediately for free. Boom. Well, for for free. Game Pass free. So, for, for money. <laughs> you know, any of those first-party games, they do that. We'll see if Sony's going to be that bold. I doubt it, but, you know, we'll find out. Sony tends to fuck things up, so. Lately, anyway. Well, they moved their headquarters to California, so. That was, like, their first mistake. <laughs> Your They should have left that shit in Japan. They dominate. But that always happens. That's the cycle, right? Like, one company dominates, gets way on top, gets too big for their britches. Crashes down, another one comes in. <laughs> Loads up their bridges, and somebody else comes in. It's a cycle. I'm not a huge Microsoft fan either, because, uh, you know, though I like their game console, they're a horrible company. Um, anyway, in other news of things getting ruined, uh, I hope you like more franchises getting ruined by Netflix. Thank God. Boy. I was worried for a minute <sighs> there that they were just going to stop after, like. <laughs> it looks like they're somehow involved in a live action Mega Man adaptation. Which seems wholly unnecessary. They haven't done one, like not one of them has made the money yet, and they're just gonna keep like. I mean, trucking. I suppose it makes more sense in more sense than live action Sonic, and I heard live action Sonic once they, you know, fixed the horrific. But they're CG smart. Was good. Like everybody shit on it, and they're like, "Please tell us how to make it good," and they made it good. And they made it good. But, Which how? Whoever like but did that initial design dumb as fuck. 
they better have been like sent to the like uh, art gulag. Like you're not allowed to do anything but like terrible art for like magazines. You're not allowed to touch. I don't think it was anymore. terrible. It was just fucking weird and terrifying. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Especially when there's so much reference material where you see exactly what the thing is supposed to look like. And it's not like they were going for an uncartoony look. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? It didn't take much adaptation. Anyway. I feel like that was probably not the artist's fault. It was probably whoever was directing the artist's fault. They're like, yeah, give him crazy teeth. Do all, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I tend to blame. It could be by committee. I tend to blame people in charge more than I Some blame. Some artists had to do it. Someone should have scruples, man. Yeah, I know. But I don't know. Maybe you need to get paid. Not everybody's wealthy, man. Um, Yeah, that's a good point. You're not wrong. I'm trying to cut him a little slack. No slack will be cut. Unless it's to well, we won't go there. I'm feeling benevolent today. Anyway, I'm feeling Magnani moves. Mega Man live action. Um, look forward to it. Yeah, you you know that's not going to be good. Look forward to laughing at it. Yeah, look forward to laughing at it. In other Netflix news, which this feels less like a Netflix production, more like a Japan's doing it, and then Netflix is just buying it. Um, that's the only way they get anything that actually works. So. Yeah, the bubble anime film by. Uh, Attack on Titans Tetsuro Araki, Araki. Uh, is coming out next year, early next year. Looks like it's April. Um, and, you know, it's obviously going to be on Netflix. Um, it's also written by everybody's favorite script guy, Uro Butcher. Oh, wait, not everybody's oh, favorite script guy. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, we'll see if it's horrific. You know, we'll see if, like, he kills, like, you know, 50 little girls. Uro is like 50-50 for me. Like, some of his stuff is fantastic, and some of it's just like, what the it's fuck? It's too edgy. Here? It's like, dude. Yeah, he's like, We dude, left the 90s a long time ago. I was ago. just going to say, like, it's not 98 anymore. Like, you got to dial that shit back. You're scaring people. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Or um, things are going to get edgy again. The art looks really cool. And, I mean, you know, the, the actual creative team is cool. So, this one I actually is a Netflix thing I will look forward to, checking it out. Not definitely. I check out all our... Urbucci's shit. He's just a wacky guy. Comrade guy, man. Still my jam. <laughs> Fucking fruit. <laughs> Worth it just for that. Ah, oh, so good. Banana arms. <laughs> and the random Hokkaido appearance halfway through because of the tie-in with the Hokkaido movie that was coming out. Yes, or the Hokkaido awesome. movie was coming out. It was old timey Hokkaido, not you know mechanical violator style. But yeah, it's all right. It was still pretty. As cool. much as I like mechanical violation, the original is cool. Yeah, very cool. Anyway, what's Comrade guy? Uh, speaking of Kamen Rider, uh, apparently, Segway. apparently Media Blasters, which uh, they're still around. Holy shit. Who knew? I wonder if Sailor Strapon's still there. Uh, <laughs> there she is. You have to go to a convention to find out. Well, we'll talk about conventions <laughs> later. Um, maybe made anybody about Surrey. Uh, so they've licensed uh, a bunch of Kamen Rider stuff. Uh, they got Zio here in this picture. They got uh, Shin Kamen Rider, which eh, was all right. Um, Kamen Rider J. So it looks like a lot of that like '90s, 2000s yeah. films. Um, it looks like they got Kamen Rider the Next, Kamen Rider the First. Those were all right. Kamen Rider the First was so weird with like the half the movie was like the love story between those two villains. You yeah. just get like Rider kicked to death. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was pretty metal. It was pretty funny. I remember watching that like really drunk and it, just laughing my ass. It was off. it was a good setup. I will give him that. Um, and. You know, just another reminder that Ano's next thing he's doing is that Kamen Rider movie. So that is going to be wild. Pretty cool. Coming out twenty twenty three. Maybe it'll I'm be good. It. Maybe it'll be bad, but it'll be entertaining as fuck. I still got to. I still got to see his Ultraman. So I'm oh, sure I didn't it'll be even good. know it was out. 
Uh, I, I I believe it came out in Japan. I don't know that it's out. Uh, you know how Japan is with like I know releasing stuff on video. It takes them freaking forever. Fucking forever. Unless they do it, you know. Time I hate long. when like a movie like what was it? I don't remember what anime movie it was, but it came out over there, and I'm like, yeah, oh, Demon we'll be- Slayer. It might have been. Oh, any of those. It was really. Mugen Train. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll be able to see it in like five minutes. Like, nah, like two years later. <laughs> like, it took forever. Fucking assholes. Forever. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Uh, and more news of how uh, Japan and manga in particular just slays the American comic book industry. Um, <sighs> That's like, I don't know. It's like beating on a retard at this point. Like, it's just, it's shameful. It is shameful. You should feel shame. So. Demon Slayer, the complete box set, now that it is all done, the complete box set. So this is not cheap. I am tempted to buy that. It's like so, $300. This is not cheap, right? It's number three on the book scan list wow. in the U.S. And the wow. only two things above it are a hardcover and a softcover of the same thing. Lore Olympus? Never heard of it, but it's a it's a webcomic. Webcomics are coming back. They're getting real big. Good. Which is good. I'm, I'm actually, that's pretty you cool. Get a, you used to get a lot of wacky stuff. I like it. I know nothing about it. Lore Olympus could be great. No, it could be no terrible. Idea. I know nothing about it. But the only thing over the Demon Slayer complete box set is that in one and two as you know hardcover and softcover. Yeah. So that's hmm, that's crazy. So a three hundred dollar plus manga box set is that high up on the? I mean, it's nuts. Demon Slayer is just so ridiculously popular. I've heard. We'll probably uh, I want to stab for this. I've heard the manga is nowhere near as good as the anime, which I don't know if that's true. Usually, it's the opposite. Yeah, um, I don't know. But uh, it might be just sparse, and they like the stuff they add in makes it better. Well, you know, I'll make you a deal. You buy that, and when, when the rest of uh, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, like the the newer release, the fancier one comes out, mm. I'm gonna buy that. And then you know, then we, both can, read then we can spend half the money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, moving on. So this this news makes me sad, very sad. Why are we always sad during the news? Um, it's just like watching regular news. So, Gundam Hathaway, probably, the next film probably won't be out till 2024. 20? I can't wait that long. I'll be fucking dead by then. Jesus Christ. Do you want to know what they say the problem is? No, tell me. And this will enrage you further. Oh, I'm so mad. So, it's because the next part of it takes place in Australia, and they need to do scouting. Oh, my fucking God. And the People's Republic of Australia... Is not exactly friendly to having humans there anymore. Oh my god, those that was. cunts. Yep. So because Australia can't, because Australia has turned into a place with uh, camps where people can concentrate <laughs> um, much. very much on how much they love the government. Uh, Hathaway is not coming out for a while, so that's a knockout effect I didn't expect. Oh my god! But uh, will the coof like? Is there anything it won't like ruin? No, it has its tendrils and everything. No, well, let's be fair. It's not the coof. It's the idiots running around with like chickens with well, their head whatever. cut off. I mean, the excuse. Yes. Like, will that? They will like ruin everything with that stupid excuse. Not in Australia. Anyway, motherfuckers. That's what it is. It makes me sad. Moving on. In better news, um, Golden Kamui will indeed be getting a fourth season. Hell yeah! Um, it's gonna have a new staff and a new studio. Don't I mean that's not uncommon with nah, anime. It happens all the time. It happens so. a lot. Not really anything to freak out about. Um, I don't know why uh, it's changing. You know, it's probably just scheduling. That's half the time what it is. Yeah, a lot of times they'll like just take on too many projects, shit like that. So uh, 
I'm in. Apparently, well, the, the Kamui is probably like the biggest like surprise because I didn't know anything about the manga. Yeah, of just like pure joy. Like it's just such a pleasure to watch. Oh, I, I like it a lot. Highly recommended. And I expected nothing out of it. I'm like, this is a wacky like. It, period it's a mix piece. of silliness and ultra seriousness. Is very good. Ah man, the, the, it, whoever writes it just. It works so fucking good. And it's super serious without being a total black pill. <laughs> Dick Sensei. <laughs> oh, Dick Sensei. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Why does he have that square on his head? You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No one knows. Anyway. Yeah, it's good stuff. So that's good news. Anyway, we get a fourth season. I mean, I don't I don't oh. know how soon it's going to be out, and I know the- Probably pretty quick, I would the, imagine. The Mega is in its final arc, I believe, but it hasn't. it's not done yet. I'm stoked. Um, but, I mean, it's not like we're talking One Piece here where- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a while, I'm sure. It'll all line up, but yeah, Word. I'm in. Um, all right, so in much, much, much spicier Whoa. Sony PlayStation news. Whoa, hot, hot, um, hot. I'm going to have to be careful how I say this. I'm going to burn my tongue. Um, they have fired their PlayStation VP, George Oh, Cacioppo. I read about that. Yeah. Uh, that happened to, shit, another company. Like, I just read it. Like some other somebody else in a video game. I think it's going to be happening a lot. Just got burned. Unfortunately, is there is a because they're all uh, aggressive touches. Yeah, we stay we stay very well. We stay mostly unpolitical on this podcast, but there is definitely a streak of this that runs through a certain ideological set of people, and a lot unfortunately, more. a lot of these VPs and some of these companies are of that ideological mindset. Especially in the the California Hollywood, this trying to normalize the touching of the youth. Yes, don't do it. It's bad. Okay, <laughs> it's bad. Okay. So yeah, um, that's not good. That's not good. Another reason why Sony should have never moved anything to California. Fuck, it wasn't Sony. Japan, move your shit back to Japan. Shit, I can't remember who it was, but another like big video. Uh, Might have been. I don't know, man. I don't need to know about every. Horrible. Um, anyway, the same exact thing just happened to a different video game company like today. I read it. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. But it's good. I'm glad the people are being outed for, for being, legitimately doing something terrible. For being fucking predators. You know, this isn't, well, whatever. We won't get into it. Anyway, moving on. Moving on away from touching. Yeah. Far away from as that. As far away as I can get. Uh, so in the... Uh, yeah, we're going to practice some serious <laughs> social distancing on that one. Um, so in the in another fabulous instance of the anime convention industry trying to virtue signal itself directly to death... It's going to. Anime Expo 2022, which won't take place till July... 2022. ...has announced you're going to need proof of COVID vaccination or a negative test, and you'll have to wear masks inside the whole time. 20 July of 2022. They're not announcing this next year. They're not announcing this, you know, see what's going on, see what the country's like, see what everything's like, see therapy, whatever. No. No. We must virtue signal today, and we must do it. I can't wear a mask all day. No. It's terrible. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, period, and I certainly can't do it to have, like, while I'm trying to have fun. It's okay. These very corporate, stupid conventions will virtue signal themselves out of existence and create room for other ones, more independent ones to come in and take over. Which it must be a fun. boon for sketchy looking thoughts. You know, like butterfaces. Oh yeah. Like everything's hot except that face. You're just covered up. You can have your like train of simps following you around. Or if you're like forty years old, fifty years old. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can kinda hide. If you're kilt guy. Yeah. Yeah, kilt guy can't hide, man. 
No. This guy better <laughs> Every be convention we used to go to back in the day, there was this dude. Have I told this story before? No. He had a kill and he had freaking hand sand. No. Hand lotion. Hand lotion in, in his, his bag. Backpack. And he used to go to like every like hentai panel. Yeah. And he used to go to every industry panel and just ask about hentai. <laughs> it was just fucking Very ridiculous. creepy. Anyway, he was at so many conventions. He has a name. And that name is Kilt Guy. So, Anime Expo. Write that one off the list. Nope. Nope. Sorry. I was going anyway. Conventions, it was I, but... anime conventions started like their slow descent into shit like around 2010-ish oh, for my daughter. It was a long time ago. because it... Because it turned into, instead of It got every... too corporate. Well, it's not it even just cor- corporate. But uh, it was... It became, instead of everybody just dressing up as fun characters from their anime, it was just, it became thought fever. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was just thoughts. That, 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 those were two, yeah. It was Those thoughts with like, you know, their train of simps behind them, like stopping to take pictures yeah. every five minutes. Yep. And it just pre only fans. Yeah, it was like nothing. It just I don't know. It killed a lot of the fun for yep. me. It was just annoying. Like everybody's just like there. Well, to that, get it attention. was too it got too corporate because then like, you know, one of the one of the best times I had was at Otakon one year when they showed all kinds of anime that you couldn't get. Like, you know, the oh, yeah, it was wasn't like, as big. And they had like a 60 millimeter yeah, like, projector. projector set up with a huge screen. You could like, ah, oh, they played the Speed Racer movie, like all kind of crazy shit. It oh, those awesome. Kamen Rider movies. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Where's Frog Oven? Yeah, fuck Frog Oven. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, it lost a lot of his zazz for me. I don't know. I would love it to reset and make a comeback. Like, after all this shit settled I think down. it will. I think it will. I think we're heading into a golden age of a lot of things, but we're going to have to scour out the garbage until the they... convention scene just needs to die, though. It just got so rough. Well, the, the currently constructed like, convention scene. All of it. It's just got to go. The, yeah, the way it is now is just. It yeah. just needs a reboot. Unplug yep. that shit and plug it back in. <laughs> oh, that's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Anyway, that's the news for today. Not a lot of news. That's a lot of news. Okay. Yeah, I just expected more. Wow. Anyway, would you ever expect anything out of the news? You know the news. <laughs> Moving on. So, Cowboy Bebop versus Outlaw Star, the epic battle. And Cowboy Avengers. Bebop, the anime. You know, let's be clear yeah. here. We're no, not talking no, no. about that dumpster fire that'll never be named again. No, no, no. We're talking about animation. We're talking about the originals. Yep. So, anyway, they came out the pretty the same year they were both in Japan. Yeah. And I, they might I don't know if they were the same season. They might have even been the same season. Right around the same time. But they came out here uh, probably the same year, but just like seasons apart, I think. It was I, all, I don't remember. It, it was around the same time. It was, it was Toonami shit. Well, what was on Toonami and what was on Adult Swim? Because Cowboy Bebop was Adult Swim. Ah, yeah, that's what it was. Maybe that's where the, the whole division started. I, I just remember when Adult Swim started, Cowboy Bebop was the anime it had. Yeah, that's true. Wow, so old. Anyway, so two series essentially, like at first glance, similar Sp- Space Cowboys, Space Cowboys, but it's not. They're very yeah. Very the look, different. the look is different. I mean, there's a lot of look that's the same, but just looking at them, you could tell Cowboy Bebop is a is a little less sci-fi, a little more noir. And oh yeah, definitely. Outlaw Star is a little more Western. And anyway, a little more sci-fi. We'll go through it piece by piece. First yeah. of all, general premise. Completely different. Completely different messages. Exactly. Completely different. Like Cowboy Bebop is as much a character study as it is anything else. Yeah, definitely. You know, you got a bunch of people that can't cut loose from their past. They just can't escape. Yep. 
right? And and Outlaw Star is not that at all. Outlaw Star, Outlaw is, Star is a straight, it's like pure adventure. Pulp. It's pulp adventure. It's the call to adventure and, and the hero's journey, right? <laughs> Classically, yeah. I mean, Gene Starwind is Spike is old and has a past. Well, not Gene Starwind is a kid. Yeah, I mean, he's like early twenties. Yeah. He's looking to make a name for himself. Spike sees some shit. Gene has that one thing in his past where. You know the bat, the the you know where his father got killed and the freaking McDougals, yeah. right? But um, yeah, he doesn't have that same. That's life not experience. as crippling as fucking Spike's past. Yeah, exactly. You know, basically, going exactly. So I mean, it's definitely a different thing. So I mean, that kind of blows the whole they're of the same show out of the water, like right off the top. Oh yeah, of, anybody who says they are is I mean, foolish. not even close to ripping any each other off. Um, so characters. Oh, you want to talk about ripping off? <laughs> right. We won't so, talk about what Firefly did to Outlaw Star. Oh, uh, we will. I'm gonna at least mention okay, it. Maybe we'll talk anyway, about it. Anyway, so you got Outlaw Star. Actually, no, I'll do Cowboy Bebop first because everybody's more familiar. You got Spike. Everybody knows Spike. You got Jet, Faye, Ed, Ein. I'll count Ein as a character. Sure. If you're gonna count Aisha as a character. Ein's more of a mascot. Aisha's uh, more of a character than I, but not much. <laughs> yeah. Point taken. And then Outlaw Star. You have basically the same amount of characters. You got Gene, like, you know, main character. Jim, very similar to Jet, and he's the straight man. Melfina. Yeah, except the opposite way, right? Like, instead of being the father figure, he's like the, the kid who had to grow up too fast, right? Yeah, because Gene's a fucking idiot. And be the, he has to be the father, even though he's a child. Like That's the other uh, Gene and Spike uh, similar but so different. Like yeah. they're both irresponsible retards, but for different reasons and in different ways. You yeah, know for I mean? completely different reasons and in different ways. Spike has that like I don't care about death. Gene's yeah, just more traditionally reckless. More like he's I child. feel invincible because I'm a kid. Yeah, you know he's like early twenties. He could be even late teens. I don't know. Like I'd go early twenties. He's old enough to drink in space. I don't know what the drinking age of space is, but know. <laughs> you know. But he's got that cool gunfighter, you know, like reckless kid gunfighter looking to prove himself. And yep. Spike's already done all that shit. And he's like, you know, not old man because he's not old, but, you know, he's, no, already, he's not like, show. Knock it off. <laughs> he's already done a lot of shit. And, you know, now he's got to pay the piper. But anyway, Jim and Jet. Like you said, kind of same character, but like different ages and different ways to approach it. Yeah, definitely. Which is really cool, actually. I like the way they did Jim because he's basically fucking Gene's dad. But How often kid. do you have a kid in an anime, uh, a TV series, a movie that's like, you know, 12 years old ish? He's perfectly written. That's not annoying, and he's not annoying yet. He's competent. Like, they that's do an rare. awesome job in um, Outlaw Star of writing characters that aren't really like they're not like tropes. Like you know, they're Cowboy not. Cowboy Bebop does that too. Yeah, they're just not just tropes. Like a lot of stuff nowadays. Like I mean, I'm not knocking modern well, stuff. There's still a ton of awesome I shit mean, being made. So let's be clear, Jim, Jim Melfina. And and Gene are characters. They're really full characters. Yes. Suzuka is not really a character. Suzuka and Aisha are like this one character. They're just they're like there. one character's worth of stuff. And they do stuff and they get some I would say Aisha actually gets more character development than than Suzuka. Suzuka gets that weird shit right at the end where you get like all this backstory yeah. with the one on ten seven guy and it was like, Okay, great. Like but I kinda none like of this that. came out. But I like the way um 
Suzuka just kind of disappears for a while and comes. Asia does the same it, thing too. Like it they're just in and out. Like All of Star has a different storytelling mechanism. It doesn't have like Cowboy Bebop does episodes to focus on specific characters and bring out more of their backstory, right? Yes. You get Faye episodes and Jet episodes and Spike episodes. Well, I mean, Ed and do that. Ein. Ein's just there. Ed's kind of in and out. Like, she's kind of a plot device. Ed has that happen. similar, like, not a lot of character arc and then just, it all of a sudden resolves at the end. Yeah. Because they find her father. Like, that is a little more like Suzuka. So, Aisha yeah, point taken. Asia has no character arc. Asia has character arc. I disagree. I'm kind of. I disagree. Because she's like, she's trying to prove herself to the freaking Katara Katara because she's, she screws everything up. She knows it. <laughs> Deep down she knows. She's arrogant as hell, but she knows she screws everything up. Yeah. And she's desperate to get back in with the Katara Katara. Yeah. Um, so she's just like, she's just, I don't know. She's just dumb. She's just kind of dumb. She's like, you know, this rich girl from like a, a an important family who's supposed to be like the whole, you know, this important figure for the family and all that stuff they do that a lot early on as then, an aside just a little bit of explanation if you don't know anything about outlaw star asia is an alien she's like a anthropomorphic cat monster she's basically a hot chick that looks like a cat she's basically like five fetishes in one yes she's like a muscle she, girl and a cat girl and she's tan really tan yep and she has a tail and she tail t- yeah she has a tail or does she? No, not in human form. Okay. Well, anyway, she turns into like a two-tailed. You're, like, you're fetishizing her extra. Uh, I do my best. She's got cat ears. Everybody <laughs> likes cat ears. Yes. And giant titties. Everybody likes those. Yes. For the most part. Yeah, so All Star has, it's a little more traditional sci-fi in the... It gets way wackier. Like it, it, It's got aliens. It's got like Tau Masters. It's got magic. It's got... It's got different stuff going on, whereas... It has way more stuff. Cowboy Bebop is way more grounded. Yes. It's way more grounded. Absolutely. It's, like, very less fantasy. And it plays it straight, you know? It plays it like a noir in space. Yes. Yeah, it's very plain in that regard. And it has to, like, rely more on excellent storytelling. I mean, apart from something like Pierre Lafoe and even that you could do, you could transpose all of that to, like... You know, yeah, like modern it, day or the 60s or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like an old noir like novel from the 30s, fucking 40s. And it could 30s. work just as well. Absolutely. Right? Because it is, it, it you know, it doesn't it doesn't lean on the future tropes as much. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Outlaw Star, that's that's essential, right? Like, although that you could, it's more, again, it's more fundamental, like, I don't want to say like, you know, Greek epics, but it kind of is in that way, in that in that yes. way that most pulp is, right? Oh yeah, classic definitely. hero's journey, classic, yep. you know, bouncing around all over the place, and you know, finding out deeper secrets to the universe. But it's it, it's really only so deep, you know. It doesn't really try to get too philosophical on you. Melfina has an amazing character arc for a part of the ship. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even mention Gilliam. Poor Gilliam. Yeah, Gilliam's also not really a character. Gilliam's the AI on the Outlaw Star, and he like has some of the best one-liners in the whole thing. Excellent like, one-liners, but not much of a character. Ah, uh, kind of a character though. It definitely adds flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not as much of a character as Asia and Suzuka. Suzuka's a mercenary, by the way. It, she's like, an assassin, she's an epic assassin. Yeah. And she dresses in like classic Japanese. Oh, and power. as for recurring characters, Fred Lowe. We would be remiss not to mention Fred Lowe. The one of the best written creepy gay guy characters yes. ever. 
Because he it, only it, it, creepy not because he's gay. Creepy because he's creeping. Yeah, he's always <laughs> he's cre- creeping on Gene. He's always all creeping the time. on Gene. He's creeping on Jim, who's like fucking ten years old. Yeah, <laughs> like he definitely creeper. is. That is a little. He's off. not like a malicious creeper though. Like he doesn't no. like you know he's not gonna like lock you in a room or anything. But he only he'll loan like, you a lot of money and then demand you pay it back. Yeah, he's like a he's a space gangster. Not really a gangster. He's like well, a, he's a legit like mob boss man. Nah, he's not very legit. He's like an arms dealer. That's probably closer to what he's, he's like. He's basically an everything dealer from what, yeah. you know. Because he gets parts for the ship. He gets all kind of shit. But anyway, he's extremely wealthy. He has a thing for Gene, and he only helps Gene out because he has a thing for Gene. But he's still ruthless and makes Gene pay him back all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. But he's like an excellent add-on character, an excellent plot device. Because, yeah. I mean... He's basically Gene's patron. He like Gene would never get anything done if he didn't no. have like the ridiculous amount of money, you know, at backing him. That no. well, know, that and has. the most advanced grappler ship in the galaxy. Yeah, but when you yeah. have the most advanced grappler ship in the galaxy, it's really expensive. It's like having a Ferrari but not being able to afford the maintenance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like or gas. Or and, and I like else. how they they go over that and they do that in Cowboy Bebop too. So they both are they have a little bit of grounding there, which is yeah. good. Um. But yeah, I really do think the fundamental difference between the two is that like more grounded noir element with a plot that's more character based and less traditional hero's journey. Like Cowboy Bebop is not the hero's journey. It is it is people stuck in mud trying to escape and just, you know, move on with their lives. Yeah, it's that quicksand. And Outlaw Star is it's got that youthful exuberance. It has a little bit of um, a little bit of space opera, too. It's like a mini space opera. You know, because the whole search for the galactic ley line, yes. all that shit. Like, that's, you know, it, that's a touch of space. Well, you got the galactic security forces. You got the pirates. You got the other outlaws. Yeah, you got more sides, too. There's a I prison break like. episode. Like, there's a hot springs episode, of course. Gotta have it, man. They got, like I said earlier, the Tau Masters with the magic. You got all the uh, stuff that... The uh, fucking caster gun is, like, an amazing prop. I love it. It's really cool, yeah. Basically, like, magic doesn't really existed like there's people who could do it but they're rare and yeah. there was these the monks, town masters there were these monks who used to take um because i guess like the mana or whatever that like people make magic from is like disappearing from the universe for yeah some it's fading out of the universe but anyway so these monks would condense magic into like these shells and they made these like crazy like old timey guns that shot magic. Yeah, single shot. And so they never explain why Gene Starwin has one, but he has one. He has yeah, to, they like, do never explain how the hell he ever got that. He has the only two I people like that, that have him, he has one and uh fucking McDougal has one. Yeah, McDougal one. has that staff version, which is pretty cool. And McDougal's the guy who like that's basically Gene's nemesis. And you know what? Harry McDougal. Harry no uh it was Harry McDoodle and then the other one. Fuck, what was his name? Escapes me. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm never relying on you for remembering names. That's never gonna uh, yeah, happen. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. Um, regardless, the the main McDougal brother, you know, spoilers. Like he doesn't even he doesn't even die at the end. It doesn't matter. Like he's just broken and defeated, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, like he just gets destroyed. Yeah. Well, and Harry actually gets destroyed. Yes. <laughs> The, the Harry arc is hilarious because he keeps just losing body parts and eventually he's just like an AI. <laughs> he is the embodiment of Thou Shalt Not Simp. Yes. He's tried simping too hard for he Melfina and it ended very poorly. Melf- Although he pulled it out in the end. Melfina's such a cool character too because she's not even human. Yep. She's some like, as close to man-made human as hu- like, you can even imagine. She's like a bio-android but she's way more advanced and she's cloned from 
an actual human from before. Yeah, so it's and like, she, but she's like self-aware, like very self-aware. Oh, completely self-aware. Like her whole arc is trying to figure out where she came from, who made her, yep. blah, blah, blah. And that's like Gene's whole like driving force through most of it is trying to like, he promised her that he'd help, you know, her find her past. And then they, now that I'm explaining it, there's a lot of shit going on in that show. It's, it's very epic. It's a very, they're both like 26 episode series, right? And they both have a lot going on. And, Outlaw Star is more just straight adventure. It's, you know, if you want a show that's, you know, straight adventure with some sci-fi and some magic bullshit and a western, you know, good pulp. kind of everything. Outlaw Star is excellent for that. And it's really well written. Yes, I think it is. I mean, for what it is. It does what it does very well. Don't expect it to have the depth of characters that... Cowboy Bebop does. That's not what it's doing. Yeah, no. It's, it's not, not meant like, to do that. It's not a deep character story. And you don't judge it for that, right? The characters all have good arcs for the most part, but it's not like a deep character Like story. I could sit here and objectively say that from an objective point of view, Cowboy Bebop is more impactful. It's more of a... Oh, yeah. It's a it's tighter series. It's more of a cultural touchstone, right? But Outlaw Star is excellent, and I, I feel sad that it's Pulp was not a lot forgotten. meant to be, like, mind-blowing, life-changing. No, you know but what I mean? It's just meant to be epically entertaining, and... It's the lament. Like, where's where's more Pulp? I want more Pulp. I want more Shadow. I want Doc Savage. I want this stuff. Like, we need more just, of that. I just love that stuff. It got replaced with superheroes, and we're all kind of sick of it. Superheroes that. are bombed out, man. I'm just done. I don't give a shit about well, anything. Everything was doing, so that doesn't help either. But yeah, yeah. But even if they were good, I just I don't. I've have seen the... I've seen enough. Like, don't get me wrong. I like a lot of that Marvel stuff that came out, and I like a lot of the DC stuff that came out, and not as much. But um, yeah, I don't need it. I don't need a lot of it anymore. Why would so. they think that like they could do like a a fourth wave of movies and anyone would care? Yeah, that's a whole story for another day. Um, anyway, Allah Star also has, as I said before, the. Uh, if you watch it, you'll be like, "Oh, hey, girl in a box!" Like, oh yeah, they're like and the whole look. Who Joss Whedon definitely watched Outlaw Star. Oh, there's he did. no doubt. There in my are mind. so many things that are like so obviously ripped off, and not a hundred percent. And I have no problem with that. Let me be clear. Like, I, I like Warhammer, right? And that's ripped off from everything. As oh, yeah, long as no. you do it well, I don't care. And Firefly was good. And Serenity was good. I know Joss Whedon's not you know popular nowadays, but. Um, just because you're good, an asshole, that was a good series and a good movie. Just because you're an asshole doesn't mean you can't write good stuff. I mean, if you yeah. judged every person who did, you know, entertainment on their personality, oh, yeah, <laughs> you probably you never watch, watch anything. anything. So never watch anything. Anyway, um, do you have any last words? Um, not really. I mean, watch both of them. Yeah, I'm just saying, give Outlaw Star a chance because you will probably like it more than you think you would. Yeah, give it a whirl. It's, it's a good show. It's a well put together show. All right, um, moving on again. So you want to talk about, are we on the downslope? Have we reached the peak and are we on the other anyway, side? Anyway, I said when oh, Western entertainment started started to unravel, probably eh, 2015. You could already see it in like 2014. Like I think 2050 was where you really started to see Ghostbusters. It. Yeah, and like 2060 especially. 2060 Ghostbusters. But like, I mean that stuff was in production probably since oh, that 2013. Yeah, there was more stuff. There was stuff before that, but 2016 Ghostbusters is like the touchstone, right? Like, yeah, it really was. It's like the guidepost. And, and I just I've always thought like this is a cycle, and you're gonna have to hit like the bottom. You're gonna have to like basically, because I always argue with my sister about shit. Whether it's like book censorship or whatever, she'll be like, she's very like middle of the road, like eh, go along to get along, and I'm like, no, 
And, she, and I, like my always, the thing I say is eventually they're going to get to something you care about. Fucking, Correct. Fucking Hans Gruber. <laughs> eventually I'll get to somebody you do well, care about. Yeah. Like, you know, they came for what is the, the, the Bill rights and I've always been a Bill right. And I didn't speak out. And, you know, yeah, when exactly. they came for me, no one was left to speak for me. Like, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I assumed they would get to the point where like all they do is shit on things people love, basically. I mean, He Man, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, they have to. They the have fucking to take, list goes on because they, they have no skills, so they have to just take popular the IPs only, and shit. Yeah, on. the only way they can get anybody to watch anything is not by creating new stuff because they're not talented enough to do that. They have to take existing properties because it's the only way you can possibly. They can whip up any kind of interest. Anybody could watch. Otherwise, it, right? you get a High Guardian Spice, and it's just it's like terrible. a non-starter, like just dead. Plus, there's a bit of a bit of a vein in there of just you know some people definitely want to just destroy cultural. Oh yeah, just I, culture in general. I didn't want to believe it at first, but I think a lot of it's just malicious. some of it is. I think most of the people don't want to do that. They don't care. They're just incompetent. But some of them. But are I think there's a, yeah, there's a small nefarious groups of people that want to do that. But anyway, in the last couple weeks. Some shit has dropped that is like, I always said that you would have to hit something that was so universally hated that it like finally made companies like, you know, leave the, it like blew companies out of their bubbles and they're going to have to like actually backtrack and start doing stuff good. Could you be talking about Santa Inc.? I am talking about Santa Inc. Something that is so amazingly universally reviled. I didn't even think it was possible. Yep. It is so nuclear toxic. There's no there's like no reviews of it because people hate it. Like they did their standard. Like this is the standard playbook with everything in the last what? Fucking 3 years. Like everybody hates it. They shit on it on Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. And then the people yeah. who did it come out and they scream white supremacy, well, blah, like, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's always audience score 30%, critic score like 98%. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then they scream white supremacy and it all just goes away. Yep. But this time it was so nuclear hot. <laughs> like the backlash was so severe. I mean, 150 million, like thousand down votes to like 3,000 upvotes. Making a woke edgelord Christmas movie that's also, or Christmas series, that's also boring and doing it in goddamn claymation. I love claymation. I know. Claymation's the only that's good the thing about it. That's the because the claymation looks good. <laughs> but anyway, it is so universally reviled that like the fucking critics who are supposed to be doing their part by like simping for it won't even review it. They won't yep. even touch it. The Variety or somebody was the only one who even had a review. And as of today, it finally got so fucking bad the Seth Rogen finally just had to shut the fuck up. Like, they both, like, him and, uh, what's Sarah her face? Sarah Ah, Sarah Silverman. Such a sad waste of, such a she used stupendous to... pair of titties. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, she used to, she actually used to be at least somewhat amusing, and then she went way off the rails. Yep, I know. So sad. And Seth Rogen was, <laughs> I mean, no, anybody could have, he was just like Adam Sandler 2.0. But anyway. Adam Sandler's way more talented than Seth Rogen. Oh, God, yeah, but no, he, was, he was just Adam like, Sandler had, like, five absolutely hilarious movies in a row. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, those first, like, five were, like, basically... You got, like, Billy Madison and Waterboy and Happy Gilmore. Oh, fucking Happy Gilmore, Big man. Daddy and Little Nicky. I'd say, like, that's... Yeah, that's probably... That's it. After that, like, uh... You know, I'm after that, he was just making them make them. And hey, he more power to him. Hook his friends up, make some cash. Good on him. I have no dislike for Adam Sandler. I don't like a lot of his movies, especially his later stuff, but I have no dislike for the man. He just, like... It was kind of formulaic after a while. He was just yeah. cranking them out. At any rate, like, it got so bad, they just shut the fuck up, and, like, HBO Max just I probably told them to shut the fuck That's up. That's the saddest so. part. Like, HBO Max, you know, look, 
they've done some woke stuff that's not very good, but they've done some pretty good stuff. Like his Dark Materials is actually a good adaptation. Most of it's flaws, better than the fucking books. Yeah, most of it's most of its flaws are because the books themselves aren't really that great. Sorry if you love those books. The premise is great, and they're written for the most part. They're written well enough yeah. where they're like fun to read. But that guy was just like so ham handed with his like. It's yeah. like he writes it like modern people write like. Yeah ham-handed like shitty allegories that are like way too on the nose not actually a good writer but anyway um you know but then they do that like abomination of a series from Watchmen, with the saddest looking dr manhattan like i don't care what color the actor is that plays dr manhattan because he's going to be glowing blue yeah i don't give two shits it was funny he was this like emaciated black why is he swole like what dr manhattan's supposed to be swole i don't give Again, I don't. Th- I don't care if he's black. Just give me Ronnie Coleman. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, like he's the hugest dude. Like goddamn. I thought he was supposed to be a god, not like a fucking garbage. you know Nigerian garbage. Uh, it was just hilarious. Garbage. At any rate, Don Johnson was really good though early on. Yeah, but anyway, I finally think they've made something so universally hated that this is like between this and. The second season of fucking E-Man Revelation, which I'm not even going to get into because it's like basically the first season just turned up like times a thousand. Those things contrasted with things like Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is actually doing good. Yeah, like stuff is starting to like good stuff is starting to creep up and the bad stuff has gotten so bad that I just think they're done. So I think it's going to be slow and painful. They can't just go for that China money and... China money is gone. I, it's done. They've I, pulled out. Completely. I think the ESG money is starting to dry. Because China is selling um, Lionsgate is for uh, legendaries for Legend, sale, yeah. or Lionsgate or whatever. China the fuck ain't got they no own. damn money. And you and I both know it. They're Evergrande broke. was supposed to be pumping a ton of money into Tencent, and they had to pull out. Yeah, of course they, they did. Because Evergrande ain't got no damn money. Exactly. Broke. So China is not like the Hollywood China thing is done. So that's a, a huge plus, and the ESG money can't save them. I don't no, care how much. The, I think getting. the ESG money is drying up. I really do think the ESG money is going away. There's just because <laughs> the world economy percent. is not doing so well. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, there's just not um, that extra money to throw it. That extra money now. to throw it causes that certain people like is just not there anymore. Yeah. So I really, really believe that like we're on the upswing. Yes. And I think it's we're going to be better off for it. Now it's it, this is writing a very large ship. Like, this is turning around a very large ship, right? Oh, it's going to take a while. Yeah. It's going to take a while. There's still going to be a ton of like it's like turning around trash. It's like turning around a bus and, in a parking garage. And even when it is turned around, there's always going to be poorly written trash. Oh yeah. Right. Um. You know, people. I, I do agree with some people where like don't just call something woke because it's poorly written. Like some stuff is poorly written and woke, and some stuff is just poorly written. And the real problem is it being poorly written. When you call it woke, to me, it's because that it's poorly written because they valued the ideology and the message over good storytelling. I don't even know what Santa Inc. is. It's not. It's none of those things. I wouldn't even it's call lazy. it. It's lazy. I wouldn't even call it written. Oh, it's, like, it's, it's not garbage. a story. Like, there's nothing going on there. It's just like white Santa bad, all his like. Jewish slave elves need to take over. Like, what the fuck is this even? And it's just a lot of swearing. They say fuck more than I do. Like, yeah. you know, it's like every other word or just like talking about. Vaginas. And it's not well punctuated. Like, I have no problem with making an edgy Christmas movie. Like, Bad Santa is good. Oh, yeah, like, it's awesome. This has no heart. And it has nothing. It's just a hollow. It's like malicious, like malicious shitting on Christmas. Dude, fucking kids and fucking presents or whatever it was like. What? 
You're just swearing to swear. That's not. That's like yeah. What it's a like a fifteen-year-old. I was just gonna say it's like a fucking middle school kid wrote it. <laughs> I learned the word "fuck" today, and I'm gonna use it as much as possible. Yeah. It's terrible. It's fucking bizarre. At any rate, I think it's time. I think we've hit it so hard that it's just it's over. Good. Good. Let's all pray that it is. Oh, and evil in fucking Skeletor to take his powers. Like, why is that in a fucking kid show? Like, what well, I, the get crap? Th- I get that it's supposed to be like a teenager show, but it's still retarded. It's terrible. It's like, what? I love how, like, Skeletor is like such a, a savage threat in, like, you know, the old show. And all of a sudden he's reduced to being this, like, bumbling jackass. Well, he was like, always kind of a bumbling jackass, but since when is he a freaking horn dog? Yeah, I just don't get it. Uh, does he have a dick? Like,. I don't know, man. How does Skeletor have a dick? Come on. Well, like, oh, look, I mean, Skeletor's kind of a misnomer. The man is, like, very jacked. <laughs> he just has a skull face. Yeah, but he's, like, a weird skull monster. Like, do you want to I think about that? Man, I don't know. Why do you have to inject it? You don't have to inject sex in everything. Some things don't need sex in them. It's just unnecessary, man. I like my sex with my sex and my He-Man with my He-Man. Me- you don't me- like sex with He-Man? <laughs> no, I don't. No, that's a shame. You should have just left He-Man alone. He was always kind of gay. <laughs> and it oh, was fine. I mean, come on. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Did you wear that ship? See that shit Prince Adam was wearing? I know. Anyway, I just want to spread my white pill to the universe that I think we're back on track. I I agree. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. But I, like, I see actual physical evidence of people being like done with this shit. I, I'm just hoping Japan doesn't go through the same cycle and they get to sidestep it. Um, that's my I think major e- concern. I think the ESG money is going to run out before they can even get any. I, I think so too. Anyway, we got to move on. We got to move on, on to our final thing of the day. We're moving on to the endless waltz. The endless waltz, or as I like to call it, baby's first Gundam. Baby's yeah, because yeah. it's like every single human being I know is like first. So Gundam yeah, series. Gundam Wing and Endless Waltz were the first two Gundams to really come out in the U.S. Now that's not entirely true because the movie trilogy was released. Before that, but like these were on Toonami. These were on TV, right? Like yeah. these were on Cartoon Network. Might not have even been to Toonami. Might have actually been in the afternoon. Wing was fucking um, big shit back in the day. Wing remember, was big shit. Remember Mike had that death site t- size t shirt? Yes. Wear all the time. So you don't get a t shirt unless you're big shit. I can completely understand it. In my first, the first Gundam I ever watched was Endless Waltz, right? It was on TV. I watched it. I went, my God, this is awesome. Like watching it again, I got to see why I liked it. And Having seen, you know, way more since then in the UC stuff. I mean, once I saw the original Gundam series when it came on, despite the old animation, I was like, wow, this is this is this is better. Like, even though the animation isn't as See, good, that's like, like I my s- God, I love it. I saw original first. Yeah. And then I saw a smattering of episodes of Wing, and I didn't really like it. If you just watch a smattering of episodes, Wing will make no sense. Even if you watch all of Wing, it wasn't it doesn't even make a lot of sense. story so much. It was just it's just seemed like a, I don't know. It was a mess. I wasn't that fond of any of the characters. It just, it seemed like edgy 90s trash. Oh, it's very edgy. It's very edgy. They're always trying to blow up their Gundams. Like, they're yeah, always like trying to self-destruct. Every five minutes. And they're just, they're edgelord, teenage, freaking terrorists, space terrorists. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, let's be clear here. And it's got a goofy message. So anyway, Gundam Wing, <coughs> I'm okay to the series that much. The series has a very strong like pacifism message like you know war is bad and these you know this is terrible we need to stop war and there's a plot from the colonies because there's you know just like regular going there's colonies in space and there's people on earth there's a plot from the colonies who feel you know like hey we're being ignored whatever very typical gundam to like basically um i don't want to say subjugate earth but like 
make Earth listen to him. Ah, maybe subjugate in some cases. People got a lot of different motives. It's been a while since I've seen the show. And there's a lot of politics. And there's a lot of politics, even more so than the original. And it's not unnecessarily convoluted because the actual plot isn't all that convoluted. That's what was weird. Like the It's plot, more just art supervillainy. The plot is very simple, but they make it seem super technical. Anyway, the end of the, the, end of the show, and this is the stupidest goddamn thing ever. They're like, well, we're going to... Dust our hands off. We've solved this one war. There'll never be wars again. We don't need Gundams. We, gonna, don't, need any, we don't need any mobile weapons. We're gonna no heave, one will ever fight. We're going to heave our Gundams into the sun. Yeah, we're going to shoot our Gundams into the sun. This will work out great. Uh, so Endless Walt starts, and oh, surprise, someone's taking advantage of yeah, the situation like one year later. Literally a year later, like some colony assholes like, are popping hey, again. Hey, wait a minute. We good? We got a, we got a catastrophe over here. Yeah, still recording. All right. He just, like, turned the fucking screen off. <laughs> anyway. Terrible. Anyway, so you have uh, these these colony assholes, of course, go, well, wait a minute. You're all a bunch of pacifists now, and you ain't got no weapons to defend yourself, so we got a secret cache of mobile suits, and we're going to take over your shit. Not even good ones. They're just like, ha, 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 we got crap mobile It's like I have Gelgoogs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I got exactly. a lot of them. It's like, okay, they're all right, but they're Listen, not that great. If I had a Zaku one and you had nothing... I'm going to win. Yeah. And so anyway, they, uh, you know, you get the Gundams, most of them hurtling towards the sun. You get your five Gundam kids, uh, what, Troa, Duo, Hero. Katra, Hero, and Wufei, right? So I'm glad you remember their names. These are know. the four kids. <laughs> it's been a while, but I remember, I remember a couple of them. Um, and then you had this whole pacifist message. You got Raylina there. Um, she's now a politician because, of course, she is. The, I um, hate pacifism she realizes her pacifist bullshit isn't gonna work in this which is kind of good that's um, why i like this better than the series yes because they like kind of debunk their own shit a little bit you got fake char once again um oh, zex. Uh, zex. zex i actually Marquise. like zex i like zex too kind of a funny character um plus he's got awesome looking like roman mobile suits yes he does uh, so yeah, the, you got the Gundam kids. You know, the, the Gundams are super powerful. They're way more powerful than all the other mobile suits. So they're, uh, you know, they got to go get these Gundams that are getting shot towards the sun to stop these colony they're assholes. They're basically G Gundam Gundams. They look like G Gundam Gundams. They're kind of silly looking, especially in this where the friggin' uh, wing Gundam has actual wings. It, it's a weird thing because the end of the series they had one design, and then for this, Kadoki just did a redesign of them. And then they just like, pretended that they looked that way the whole time, even in the original series. Yeah, and they're like super. They're wacky. not different; like they're the same. So it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, that's the basic plot. And then they got to go stop. Like they got to go stop the space assholes from, you know, taking over the Earth. Stock Gundam plot: space yep. assholes fucking up Earth. They keep trying to drop there's, stuff on it. Yeah, there's stuff minutes. with like a, you know they gin up a, uh, a a fake heir to the 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 big bad from the first uh, from the actual series throne. Like oh. You know, this Mary Maya Kusranata is like the, uh, she's the, now, whether she's even related to him or it's just some girl he found and like. Yeah, they're like, no, they, do they it. did genealogical Ge- tests. Yeah, like, I'm absolutely the heir, like whatever. But yeah, so they, you know, it's a group that has like this, this, uh, you know, they have the air of, uh, of, um, oh, Jesus. See, my brain stopped working. Uh, the air of, uh, buh, 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 buh. I give up. Um, nope, I got nothing. That's this is not gonna work. So <laughs> that they are, they have like the air. Of, they're the right. The, they, they have the air of legitimacy. Legitimacy. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, like they have the legitimate person. Plus, I saw where the train was going. Plus, they're going to do it with force. I, I, I thought you were going to. Plus, get they're going to take over Earth with force. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's Gundam Wing, Endless Waltz. Um, yeah, it's not very long. What do you movie. think? There's not a lot what'd, going on. Um, like, like I said, I like the better in the series because they debunked a lot of their stupid pacifism horseshit. Because if I've ever learned anything, if humans have ever learned anything, it's that pacifism never works. Yeah, pure pacifism is not a great philosophy. I mean, it's nice. Aggression isn't good either, but like you can't, there's always going to be one asshole. There's a time for these things, right? So, I mean, self defense, man. Regardless, um, I hate annoying little girl characters. Yes. We've been over this a hundred yes. times. Yes, the main villain is that annoying. Oh well, my God, annoying, she's but. such an obnoxious little cunt. I just wanted to kick her out into space. Yeah, she's awful. Like, you want fucking what's her... She does get shot. She doesn't get killed, but she does get shot. You want that... Uh, what's her name? Raylena. Yes, you want Raylena to just gouge her eyes out. Like, the second she starts talking, she's like, choke her out, choke her out. Yeah, Raylena's not going to do that. Anyway, there's not a lot of her in it, thank No, God. there's not a lot of anybody in it. It kind of, like, bounces around. It's still 90s edgy... Um, not my favorite thing in the world. Good mobile suit battles. Like, it, those are pretty cool. Yeah, no, they're really good. Uh, there's enough in it where it's very entertaining. Good animation. I won't shit on it. That good, like, good. OVA slash movie tier animation from the late 90s. It's just weird because it's like, it's like original, like, they took original Gundam and then jammed G Gundam into it. Because, yeah. like, all the pilots have that, like, G Gundam style. And all the fucking Gundams are super G Gundam style. Yeah, it's it's a strange... It's like trying to take strange the... series. Yeah, it's like trying to take the wackiness of G Gundam and, like, grounding it into this, like, super edgelord, like, version of original Gundam. <laughs> it was made 98, though. I mean, the height of edgelord bullshit. Yeah. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. I will never be a super like wing mark, but it's good. It's a ninety minute movie. You don't really have to have seen the series to watch it. Um, you could honestly read a synopsis of the series, and that would probably help you enough. I mean, it's not. You don't even have to do that. You can just watch it. I just watched it originally, and it was entertaining enough. Oh, uh, like we said before, uh, the plot is not that complicated. And they do a bunch of flashbacks for each of the characters, so you get at least a flavor of what what's going on and what they're doing. You know, it's a little more show and not tell, which is good. You know, that's actually kind of smart. Yeah. Um, it starts a little slow, but it really gets going, and it, it it pulls it out in the end. It's definitely entertaining. Like the last half hour is very good. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, is it overly idealistic? Of course it is. Are are they dumb? Yeah, they're dumb. Like you can't. This isn't gonna work. Like even at the end, it's like, yeah, we'll just destroy our Gundams and everything will be fine. Like you people oh, are never gonna learn God. your lesson. You didn't learn your lesson at all. Fools. And they'll never do any more wing again. Ah, I don't know. They got that, like, cut of the origin version of wing, basically. Like, glory, glory to the losers, glory of the losers. Oh, yeah. We were just talking that about that yesterday. That's out, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's still coming out, but it's a so retelling. So, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm not. I'm never going to give you a huge recommendation for Gundam Wing because it's just not really my jam. Um, you know. But the, if anything else, check out Endless Waltz and see if you like it. Because if you really like it, then you can go back and check out the series. Right, and I don't think it really spoils anything. They both kind of, they're their own thing. Yeah, it's the most mainstream Gundam, I would say. Aside from C. In the U.S. In the U.S., I mean. I mean, G Gundam was pretty big back in the day, too, but yeah. Yeah, I think Wing was bigger, though. Personally. Wing was bigger. Wing was the first one, right, over here. Was Seed even that big? Not, Seed was pretty big. It wasn't. I remember they pushed the shit out of it. I, I don't think know Se- if- Seed was bigger in Japan. Like I don't, I don't think Gundam Wing did as well in Japan. As it did over here, and Seed did very well over there, I believe. But God knows why. I think Seed is just a very shitty retelling I of love the original. Typing, 
I'm I could not, do a whole episode on how much I hate Cena. Not a huge fan. I still wanted Rod the Crusade to win and the Providence going to rule the world because it's such a hype design. Yeah. Yeah, it was like really hard to like anybody in that show. It was just such like, I liked Moo, and then they killed him, but then he wasn't dead in Seed Destiny. Because Seed Destiny was just like, fuck it. We're just gonna do what's cool. <laughs> we fucked it up so bad, we're just gonna like It's like all right, whatever. Do That's whatever fine. We want. The desert guy was alive again too, and he had a gun hand. Oh, that guy's awesome. That guy was awesome. The fuck was his name? I pff, don't ask me what the hell his name was. It's oh, been twenty years damn cool, near since I've watched freaking Seed Destiny. He had a cool name too. Anyway. We're going to cut it off a few minutes short. I'm tired and I have a headache. Yeah, man. I can barely talk anymore. So anyway, next week will be, I don't know, more competent. Yeah, maybe. Feeling better. Hopefully. Huh? Anyway, enjoy your week. Signing off. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.